Welcome back. You are locked in again with Mushin Karate, episode three. I'm here with a certiest co-host, the gaffer, Mr. Gavin Bailey. <laughs> come on, it's like Return of the Mac. You know, no one's there. No one's there. I've always got to come back. Mm-hmm. Today's episode, episode three, we are discussing the heavyweight female competitors that have that had qualified for Tokyo Olympic Games 2021. Yeah. So the, the the heavyweight division being a merger of the minus sixty eight category and the plus sixty eight category. So essentially, plus sixty one kilograms Thank is you. the division we're talking about today. Uh, I think when it was released, the the weights. I think it was a good it, good situation because you saw a few females do go up or go down. Go down, yeah. yeah to find their optimum weight or to avoid fellow clashes with. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a bit sticky for some people. Yeah, it, they moved, but some people have jumped and they're flourishing as we'll get into with some of these numbers. Yeah, very true. So we're starting off today um, with a well-decorated fighter, Irina Zaretska um, from Azerbaijan, minus 68. Boy, where to start? <laughs> she does it all, isn't it? Even if you look back to before Azerbaijan. Ukraine days. Ukraine days. Right, she, see, a she lot was, of men don't even remember. Like, she has still a name on that sheet where you saw and you thought, yeah. Yeah. I think the first time she came into my radar probably was Junior European Championships, Azerbaijan 2012. Mm. I'm pretty sure she took, she took a gold medal there. And I think that's the first time um, she, she hopped on my radar. And, and from there, she just continued to, to do her thing, you know. Do you want to get into her, her CV? Yeah. The extensive one. We'll get into her CV. Cool. Cool. So, medals overview. Junior Continental Bronze. Junior Continental Gold three times. Junior World Silver. Junior World Gold. A series A level, one bronze and two golds. At K1 level, four bronzes, five silvers, nine gold medals. At Continental level, senior one silver medal, and at World Championship level, senior, one bronze and one gold. So, again, very a very decorated athlete. Yeah, she's the current point, points leader in the section, and it is by quite a big, big margin, over 2K in terms of points from her closest competitor. And then that competitor isn't even in the same category. But as the way the merger works, they take the top two athletes from each respective split weight division. So you have the top two minus 68 and the top two plus 68. Yeah. So to our closest minus 68 competitor, it's closer to three grand Mm. worth of points, which Mm. is phenomenal, which just leads to the consistency there. And when you were talking about the K1 medals, the platform, the multiple gold, silvers and bronze, it just leads to consistent performance at the highest level and the highest click. Definitely. I mean, let's dive into some of these numbers. Um, All-time podium percentage, 48%, um, higher than than the average of the category, the average of the minus 68 category. Again, this is is collating those that are ranked in the top 10 and average taken from them is 38.3%. So she's ahead of her category. She's actually ahead of of the average of all of the the female competitors that are ranked in the top 10 also. Um, same with 2020, podium percentage, 100%. 
2019 podium percentage was 45.5%. And again, the average of the category was, was 36%. So she, she, she tends to be at the, the, the forefront of uh, definitely her division, her mm-hmm. section. She's, she's, she's there, you know. Kind of the benchmark set. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. And again, um, is a fighter that, that makes finals well um, out of all of her podium level performances. 75% of the time, she's made the final. And has then gone on to win 55% of those finals. So, really, if your win percentage of a final is over 50%, it's healthy. It's healthy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's and healthy. again, it only comes into jeopardy when you find someone who is as successful. Yeah. Whereas then what you tend to find is you would have knocked that person out en route. Yeah. Or the person who is in the final. It could be a wild card. It could be anyone. But, yeah. again, there's good money on if she makes the final. It's going to be a good battle, whoever yeah. she's with. In in my opinion, she she looked like she was about to. Uh, the trajectory for twenty twenty looked very promising. Healthy, isn't it? it looked very promising. I mean, like in in twenty twenty alone, she scored seventy two points. The average of the of pound for pound top ten female athletes was sixty six. So she was averaging eighteen points a competition. Like healthy. Actually, if we look at. Sorry, just bear with me. I think why you search for that I just just pulled up her record here and if you look the last competition K1 that she didn't medal at was in November 2019 November 2019 yeah so that means the whole 2020 shortened season which only counts for one five competition she placed and again it's that platform and that consistent amount of points getting 570 yeah. here 990 yeah. there 570 570 it's just going to make you a runaway leader and obviously to cap that off with the the world championship as well to boot like it's a substantial amount of points for anyone yeah. to catch you yeah. I mean 2020 she was averaging conceding 7 points of competition but if, if you look at these if you look at these results I mean Paris Open 2020 she scored she scored 21 points and, and conceded zero. Clean sheet. Mm, yeah. One of the toughest competitions on the in, circuit. One of the toughest competitions on the circuit had a clean sheet, you know, like did not concede any points uh, in, in, in the tournament. Scored 20, scored 21. The next K1 she went to, which was Dubai, took 19 points, you know, and then went to Salzburg, took another 19 points. So you, you, could, you could see where, you could see the direction. And, and I know sport is unpredictable. Mm. We can only make deductions based off of what we have in front of us, yeah. but the way that it was looking, was that hundred percent podium was going to continue? Yeah, yeah, it, it was going to continue, and I think it's lead to a testament of the development of her karate over the time. And again, she's someone who has has a past, and obviously was part of Ukraine, and, and it was going well. And then she made the, the bold move to move to the Azerbaijan, and obviously her with Angelica and, and the coach in that close knit training kind of camp that they're able to create every day. Is why these two top athletes, both female, are at the highest points yeah. in both of their categories. Yeah. Again, when you're getting that high level training partner, that high level full, imagine the conversations between them and the coach, the coach. at such a yeah. high level, such yeah. a high click. They're not talking about basics, about turning your wrist on the Gakazuki there. They're talking about, okay, the setup for the Gakazuki. Okay, maybe if I double bounce here, if I tap the front leg, bounce back, is that going to create the opening that I want? And when it goes, when you look into her techniques, you can see how creative she gets with their openings. Elite, elite level performer. Elite level performer. To be honest, yeah, she she she's a special fighter, especially from 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 that generation of fighters, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those that have come out, she she's definitely one that stands out as 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 the forerunner because uh, not even just consistency. It's not just 
it's not just her winning fights, it's the way she wins fights yeah, as well. the style in which. And, and, and we spoke earlier about, about having a, a certain level of tenacity, speed, mm. um, in, the, in, the, the, in the delivery of your techniques and the execution. And, yeah. and she's a fighter that, that has this, this almost mm. an unnatural level of explosiveness and speed, mm. which I definitely felt that at the time, you know, like... As she's been a senior for longer, people adjust and they become more used to her. Yeah. But when she first come up, I feel like she was taking a lot of people by surprise simply just simply just due to her physicality, just due to how fast she was, just due to how how explosive the the techniques that she was stringing together, the arsenal of techniques, mm. you know. And it's 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 phenomenal if you want to put it into a, a term to someone to grow and then adapt and then to find an identity. And I, I believe she's really established this identity of who she is and how she goes about her business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's for the rest of the pack to catch up to this identity and say, okay, what's my game plan here? And as you see, she's not Iron Woman. She does take some losses on, on occasions, but last year with, with, with 100% podium, okay, yeah, I'm taking a loss, but it's late in the competition. Yeah. I've already got to that stage where the points are secured and now it's about more points and it's not like she's flaming out in, in the early rounds what what how where where's your thoughts at when you then make the comparative between her stats and the stats the averages of the top 10 pound for pound females i feel because of the nature of her as an, an individual and where she's coming from again and i think this section this minus 68 is a real dense um, section with athletes at the top again most in most parts when you get to the top 10 in a, in a ranking there's one or two which are clear and then they're consistent so that means that they'll get the medal finishes and the podiums and the higher podiums consistently whereas here I reckon there's about three or four or five at the top who again compete each other regularly but they're beating you here and I'm beating you there so it's taking away honours and, and lowering your averages as opposed to some yeah. of the sections which make up the top 10 who have one clear or two clear leaders who are going to be gold and silver and gold and silver yeah. which doesn't paint her in the best picture but yeah. when you think of her actual fighting style and if you match it up against anyone in this list I believe she comes out favourable favorable more times than not because she can adapt she's got the level she's got the knowledge she seems to have the ring cloth she's got the techniques she's ferocious she's just tenacious she can mix it up if she needs to if she's she not afraid of, of all the aspects of the game yeah. whereas because she shares the line like with say Switzerland with France and there's a few other nations who have world caliber athletes, athletes yeah. it does pull away from from some of her, her long-term results yeah. whereas you see if we took the small niche of 2020 I don't think there's many people with 100% podiums in 2020 maybe mm -hmm. her and one mm -hmm. other which shows that okay she's finally found a way to break away from that pack in mm -hmm. the last year and be that consistent leader of the pack yeah which is the most promising stat for her yeah yeah yeah. i, I definitely feel like when you again so when you make that comparative between between her and, and the average of the top 10 pound for pound if you make direct comparisons a lot of her her stats seem to be lesser mm. so like the podium percentage her all-time podium percentage is 48 percent of top 10 pound for pound athletes is 64.3 again 2019 her podium percentage was 45.5 and the, the average of, of the top £10 pound for pound was 61.9. So with, with some of these stats, it, especially when it comes to consistency, it looks like she is not moving as consistent as them. However, like we said earlier, out of her podium, out of her podium performances, 75% of the time she's made the final. Um, I feel like when she gets it right, 
she gets it right. Like on her day, it's very difficult for anyone to stop her. And we've we've spoken about you know up until the episodes up until now, we we've spoken about quite quite a quite a large amount of of athletes at this point, and um, even to attain a clear sheet. Is, is is something that many of them, many of them, still some of the top athletes um, are not winning titles without conceding a point. Yeah. That's 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 thirty. Uh, that's that's some special stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're going to big boy competitions like big K ones, Paris Opens, and stuff like that. You know, she had a clear sheet in 2019 and 2020. Like that shows the levels. Like you're again, you're you're competing at at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has a job to do. Everyone's got the same job. Everyone's in their home nation, mashing work. They're in the dojo. They're doing whatever they need to do. And they're meeting up on, on this day to perform. Yeah. But everyone's bringing their A game. This should be the best of everyone. Yeah? yeah. And she's walking away without having conceded a point all day. And it leads to the, the growth in testament. Because, again, when you look back at her 2019, say, as a season as a whole, with that one clean sheet, I'm sure it, it rings clear to say, on this day... I was phenomenal. But then how do I replicate that? And again, yeah. she replicated it in 2020 at the start, but then again, up to a level of consistency in terms of getting later in the rounds, creasing out some of the mistakes that she was making earlier. And she was on probably one of the smoothest trajectory to do really well at the Olympics yeah. post all of this, this pandemic that we've seen. But again, it's what have they done since then is the big question that's always in the air but we know for certain obviously she's got her coach who actually coaches her at the competitions yeah. and is the coach is part of the national setup yeah. and she's got a fantastic training partner who's also at an unbelievable level the support so the support, the support network is, is already the camp, there really. and that's just her camp within her sort of home club we haven't even talked about when she joins up with the Azerbaijan national team and what they're producing for her so again I think she's capitalised on, on the move and she's settled in and now she's just like selling and again she's differentiating between her applications of techniques year on year to improve the consistency in which she scores and it is amazing if you consider that 2019 was a full season and she scored 117 points and 2020 with five competitions she scored 72 points yeah scary scary she's such a dangerous fighter like it's the growth mindset and i think it's more of a killer mindset like i'm gonna go out i'm gonna kill you with points and then we're going to keep moving on. And I think that's what's kind of her acumen. And, and, and again, yeah, if, if you look at her conceding averages, I mean, t- 20, 2020 um, conceding average was seven points. So 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 quite high above mm-hmm. average, yeah? Actually, not, not above the average of the top 10 pound for pound. Mm-hmm. It's actually about seven. In 2019, 3.5. So we know lower than average. But even mm-hmm. that in 2020, yeah, she conceded seven points. She was averaging 18 points of competition. It's not It's not a case of... It's not a case of scoring on her. Yeah. Like, similarly, how, how we spoke previously about certain athletes. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll come up against certain athletes and you think to yourself, how am I going to take a point off this person? Yeah. Like, evasively, you know, their, 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 their tactics, their ring craft, their... Do you know what I mean? You're mm. thinking, how, how am I going to take yeah, a point off this person? Now, she can't, she's difficult to take a point off. She's got excellent ring craft, good reflexes, reactions, and mm. anticipates things well. Do you know, she gets into the clinch and the hand's gone up before the person even puts up the aura because she knows it's coming. Yeah. It's muscle memory. But e- even outside of like 
how am I going to take points off her? I don't think she's one of them fighters that, that people are thinking that when they stand in front of her. Mm. Again, it's one of them ones. How am I going to stop her from scoring? Yeah. Because she's coming from multiple angles with multiple techniques. Again, mm. such a multifaceted competitor with such a vast arsenal. She goes true than Joe than she, She's got hand techniques mm. that she, she instigates with going forward. She she's got, got the hand techniques down. going back. She's got the takedown. You get me? Let's not even get into the takedown yet because that's, <laughs> that's, that in, that, that's the next thing. But we'll, we'll touch on it. But... Um, one thing I wanted to say, you mentioned her coach. That relationship has been there mm. since cadets. Yeah. That relationship's been there since cadets. And, I, and I'm sure her success has not surprised him. No. He must have known from when he first started working with her, he, he must have known. She's got something different. Even let's look at um, her journey at World Championships, yeah? Her performance percentage at World Championships is 66.7%, Yeah. She went to her first World Championships in 2014 and took a bronze medal. Bear in mind, in 2013, she was junior world champion, yeah? In, in Guadalajara, she's junior world champion. Um, no, sorry, she's not junior world champion. She took her, she's took her under-21 world championship silver medal, yeah. yeah? She's taken that silver medal. And so coming now as a junior world silver medalist mm. and you're coming into a senior... Well, world championships a year later a year later it's an interesting dynamic because we see these things play out a lot and we see juniors come with status and medals but they come to mix it on that stage yeah. with that with that caliber of fighters and experience and and the results don't transcend how many junior champions do we know of people that were clearing up in the juniors junior europeans yeah gold 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 world championships took a couple medals but they turned senior and all of a sudden the transition is not happening or they hit that stage where it's going to be a graft which, yeah. which, is, which, is, which is fine if it's a graft but for some of them where, where it's not graft it's just rah, like, the things I've been doing are not working anymore mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah? so she's come she's come to 2014 world championships with a silver with a silver medal in juniors taken a bronze she's taken a bronze and, and at the point that she took that bronze she's still under 21 yeah. like she, she's Still a puppy. She's a she's young. She's still under twenty one. Like she she hasn't even like nearly touched her prime at this time. Yeah. And we saw that consistent. Look, she went to Baku European Games two thousand and fifteen. Took out Bushinga. What nine one in the final, yeah. final hit with the yoka at the end and the, and the spinning ura. Yeah. Like so, we saw it, man. We saw it. Close the mean? gap straight away. Straight away. And I think that's difficult when you talk about the transition. Is some juniors that are on the twenty ones are not able to grow that mindset and grow the differences between junior and senior competition so quickly some yeah. of them it takes them a few competitions which again some do get there but it will lessen their average long term but some that are able to just click in are a step ahead and they look like they meant to be here like they, should, yeah, they could have been yeah. here a year earlier a year earlier 100% I think one of the most impressive things that I've seen from her um well, anyway, firstly, she's got excellent leg control, yeah? Mm. We know that, yeah? Her, yeah. her, leg, her legs are litty, but the fight that she had with Elysia Gia from France, minus 68, what, what tournament was this? Again, another K1 final, yeah? yeah? She hit her with this sweep, yeah? <laughs> she hit her with this sweep. All right, cool, innit, yeah? Fair enough, yeah? I pre-backed this fight. I've watched it a couple of times, bro. In the like the sweep was the first main clash, I would say. Yeah. There was one before it, but the sweep was the, the first point that was scored. It was the first main clash, yeah. yeah. Prior to that sweep, yeah, Elise hadn't even shown 
that she was gonna lift up her leg. Yeah. Bro, like go like uh, anyone go back and watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like normally when you're anticipating a sweep, yeah. you might pull a man and you, you'll see him twitch up. Yeah. yeah. And he might blend it out after, but yeah. you know when I'm pulling you, yeah, his legs twitching and you yeah. know okay he's got aura ready. He's one of, he's one of them man. Yeah? yeah. He's got it ready. So if you were setting up the sweep, okay, cool, it makes sense. And mm-hmm. even then it's impressive. Yeah. To pull him for him to lift up and you to even register it and think cool, I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah. Bro, up until the point of the sweep, Elise had not lift up. She she did not lift up her leg. Mm. There was no indication mm. that she was looking for for a, for a head kick. Yeah. Bro, like, watch when you watch the sweep, Zaretska stepped in with so much conviction, so much, so much. Like she, it's like, bro, she knew. Mm. It's like it's like she she knew. It's weird, man. Like, the moment she lifted up her legs, she just stepped in. Stepped okay. in, swept her, yeah? Okay. And not only did she sweep her, a lot of people that would have done that sweep, me included, yeah? I probably would have tripped up after the punch. Yeah. But you see the way, after that punch, yeah. she's had to overcompensate her balance yeah. and shoot one of, the, one of her yeah, legs so forward yeah. to step over the body. Like, you can't teach stuff like that. No. And that's, that's sometimes that's my frustration with, with the rules in regards to takedowns and sweeps where they say, you know, the, in regards to the time, when you sweep someone, you've got to finish yes. them immediately. Yeah. And I just feel like sweeping is not textbook. Mm. You can sweep someone the same time five times and they fall in different places five times. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not textbook like that. Like to say, yeah, if you do it, they land there. And if you finish. do that, you get your point. Sometimes the leg might be up. You might have to get past it mm. or do whatever in it, yeah? So that's not easy. The fact that like, she stepped in again, like this is just bewildering. Like, there was no indication, G. Yeah. Like, how did she know that she was about to lift up her leg? But the way that she stepped in, like, she knew. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She knew. She stepped him, swept her, overcompensated for the balance. Like, the finish was clean. Mm. Like, just mad impressive. I, I think mad that's impressive. What, it riled her. Because if you see how the fight preceded that, it wasn't the same dynamics as it was pre-sweep. And I think that's the testament because you don't see many females sweep. Yeah, exactly. And then you don't see the execution because some of them do get in the situation and, uh, and throw it. Maybe as an afterthought or just trying to capitalise, but you don't see that level of ex- execution often. It would rattle you. Even, even as a, a competitor myself, if someone swept me like that, well, I've got to reconsider this game plan because we need to change something because I can't lift my leg up again because that's annoying. And again, let's look at who she's sweeping as well. That's a former world champion. Let's put some respect on... Yeah, yeah. Let's put some respect on Elise. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that's 2014 minus 68 world champion. That, that's, that's, that's a very talented fighter, yeah. a very experienced Experience. fighter. Do you know what I mean? Does it at all levels. So, yeah, crazy impressive. Crazy impressive. And like we say, when you look at her points, it's almost a foregone conclusion. She leads the whole division. And what is she gaming for now? And that's what I say about preparations for this unforeseen future. We know that the Olympics will happen. She knows she's got a ticket there. How does she want to play out these last few months? Does she want to go to the Europeans if it's on? The K1 if it's on? What is the training that she's going to get in? We already know and we see through the socials that her coach is constant, consistently inviting over female fighters female fight, yeah, to create camps. fight camps for, for her, for yeah. his athletes, yeah. which is only helping because you're getting talent from all over the world yeah. coming to where you are, your home, and allowing you to express and learn and take little bits. Yeah. And no doubt they're doing some video analysis, they're yeah. doing conversations, they're talking about scenarios and tactics, and she just looks like she's just enjoying and evolving with yeah, every competition yeah. and imagine just mixing with that level of excellence so often so consistently um, 
another an, an, another stat that sticks out to me. So basically, when we looked at 2019 and what was of 2020, and we looked at the the amount of wins that athletes had by an eight nil eight eight point gap. Yeah. yeah. So automatic win on average. On average, uh, and this is including all the female competitors ranked in top ten pound for pound. On average, they would get two. Mm. The top ten pound for pound averaged five. Yeah. But Zaretska has seven. And and again, and, and the reason why I, I point this out is because again, if you were to look straight at these stats here, yeah, you would you would notice straight away the performance uh percentages are, are lesser than the top ten pound for pound yeah. rankings. But but what I'm saying is when she gets it right on that day, like if she's in that mode and mm. she turns up to Olympics, like she can she can take that W. Can she pray? Imagine if, if she's in that mode. Mm. I'm not saying that. Look, she she she. I don't think she's got it yet where she can she can tap into it on tap. Yeah. Yeah. Like like she can turn Super Saiyan. Mm. She can, but it's it's not yet like. Nah, she can turn Super Saiyan on tap. Yeah. yeah. But she can hit Super Saiyan 2, yeah? And when she hits Super Saiyan 2, she's levelling, mm. yeah? But she can't hit 2 on tap. Contestant, yeah. But if she turns up on Super Saiyan 2... It's long. It's long for everyone. It's and, long for everyone. And this is what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a fantastic position to be in. The, the ability to know that you have that mode that no one else can go into, that mindset. And again, it's a testament when you look to no first-round losses. Whereas, yeah. again, if you hold up her 2019 and, and 2020 years side by side, you can see the growth. The you growth. Can see she was just getting better, man. The three first round losses to the none, the points scored have gone up. Yes, the conceded has gone up as well, but the margin between the scored and conceded yeah, has the gone deficit up. Is... The consistency in performance has gone up. So mm. your, tra- your, your trajectory is the right way. It's only leading to one result. And again, I'm confident and I would put money again, but no gambling. A medal is on the horizon there at the biggest stage. She's proven it. She can do it. I wouldn't put it past her. I think, I think as well, yeah, one thing, the reason why I would back her, yeah, is because she raises her game depending on the event slash platform. And that's why her percentage at World Championships, European Championships is so high. Mm. Because if you look at how she performs at Series A, her medal percentage at Series A is 37.5, yeah? It's not, it's not that high when you compare it to some of the others who are at that calibre. You would expect them to go to a Series A and, and clean up. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that, you know? And I'm not, I'm not sure I'm not sure. What it is, um, I'm not sure what it is, and, and you see it common with a lot of fighters. I mean, she's competed at eight series A's, taken taken three medals in total. Yeah, mm. a fighter of her ability, you know, she has the ability to clean up at every one. Yeah. But it's it's I don't know. That it's just sport. It's consistency. You feel me? But 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 I think what's most important, and what I would be, what I would find more value in as a coach, I would rather you bum out of every series A. Yeah. But consistently, not even just turn up to one Europeans or one world, no. Consistently turn up to the biggest stages yeah. and perform minor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go Series A, try things out. I don't even, do you yeah, know what I mean? We're watching that too much. Yeah, go try some try some stuff out, have some fun, work on what we're working on in the dojo. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? It might even be a situation like that. Yeah. It, might, it, might, it might be a situation like that where... 
You get me? Like she's working on certain things in the dojo, and that's the that's the that's the platform for her to, to try them things out. But when she's coming to the major events now, that's that's T's are T's are crossed, eyes are dotted, everything's been been refined. Like mm. this is this is a body of of work essentially now yeah. you get me like these, these are the ones that we talk about these are the ones that really matter yeah. and again the consistency is overwhelming and I think the others who were used to being in an amount in and around knocking her off that that, that pedestal are definitely doing their work to try and, and to bring try. that back to a reality <sighs> yeah big 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 fighter respect to respect to Zareska man she, she's cold very cold so the next fighter we have is Hamida Abisali from Iran. Um, she's a heavyweight fighter, plus 68 kilograms. Um, yeah, mad talented. Yeah, one of my favourite fighters in, in, in the section. Like, the things that she does... Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Let, let, let's, look, let's look at the, let's look at the, the, the accolade first, innit? We'll look at the accolade. So, medals overview. We're talking... We're talking Series A level, she's got a bronze, two golds. K1 level, seven bronzes, two silvers, three golds. Continental, one bronze, three golds. And World Championships, one bronze, one silver. And you know she's betting to, to add to that tally <laughs> yeah. just to, to complete it on a Serap one, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, cold man look performance percentage 58.8% the average of the category plus 68 is 38.4 so she she's she's leaps ahead she's she she's leaps ahead in in nearly every single stat in regards to her category get me 2020 podium percentage was 75% the average of the category is 25% wow like triple it's dense and i think you spoke a bit about her her medals and the the, the most impressive thing is those medals are recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, some people we can get fooled into this fake sense of security when you do read their CV because they've got medals. They got medals there from a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These medals are recent. I mean, four got three golds in the last four competitions. Yeah, this is this is this is her. She's in her she's in her time right now. Yeah. And I don't and I don't think that this is dictated by age. No. I think sometimes that could be a misconception that oh, you know, when a fighter gets older, that's when you see them fall off. Not necessarily, man. I mean, people just have their moments. People have their times. It's like Kenji Grillon, 2012 to what, like 2014. Even you could say even six like he took a bronze medal in 2016 and beat Gogi R and came back down from 3-0 as well and scored his last Kazami off the line. Like that was big. But like that period of 2012 to 2014 where he won his world title and straight after he won his world title, a few months later he went to senior Europeans in 2013. Hungary? Yeah. Yeah, Budapest. Honestly. Budapest, yeah. yeah. Gold medal again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also he took a double gold at that World Championships, and then 2014 Europeans. He might have even Finland. I don't know. We'll check that. But like that. But what? But the point I'm making is that that period. It was it was his time in it. Like no one, no one could really trouble him. You know, like or. Yeah, like just fighters have their time, and and, and she's really in hers right now. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, and I suppose it. it it comes and goes with the rules and it's it's a weird aspect because as the rules develop and the referees become more tuned to looking for certain scores or they become more stricter on certain penalties, it evolves the fight game and the fighters that have those tendencies 
do tend to shine. That's why when you've got one who's consistent for a long time across multiple years, it's evident because they're adapted to the rules. Whereas, for instance, now her leg control bars on phenomenal. It bars on an athlete from another sport, like a taekwondo, where they practice that kind of thing. Yeah. The, the way she's able to hold her leg there hold her leg throw up. a variety of yeah, kicks yeah, yeah. in variety of different uh, directions and orientations of her body is unheard of and it's her unique ability within this within this category which allows her to get big scores and allows her to score points and allows her to impose herself on the fights and that's a point that people do fair so they don't want to get in scenarios where she can yeah. use that yeah Talk, talking about her her actual karate you, you, you've gassed me up a little bit to be honest so we'll come back to the stats <laughs> in it because I just got to talk in it like Hamida is so techie man like if you look at the the combinations that she strings together yeah mm. and the, and the techniques that she's putting together are not are not are not techniques that are usual patterns yeah. you know usual patterns Kazami gap front leg mawash or or, or mawash or whatever like a, a double jordan pullback mm. chuda mawash yeah cool safe but she be putting together these combinations yeah where like She'd be going hands, feet, hands, feet, feet, hands. And in this, she's going chew down, jaw down, chew yeah. down, chew down, jaw down. Like, she's just mixing it up. Like, it's like, you don't, you don't know it's where almost, the point's coming from. It's almost erratic. Like, yeah, it's, it's almost erratic. Yeah. Like, you can't anticipate it, yeah. innit? Like, it, like you, you don't know where the next point is coming from. Any limb, she'll hit you with any, any limb. Yeah, I think she just looks for the opportunity in the <laughs> opening and that's what she goes on rather yeah. than the perceived pattern that people yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I can remember your pops making us do fitness tests and we had a set pattern of techniques and it was oh, like yeah, bam, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas hers is like bam, full stop, bam, full stop, bam, full stop, bam, full stop. Yeah, she's just looking, full stop, she's just full looking stop. and reacting like yeah. so whatever she sees, she, she's going for it. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like she understands that because she knows, yeah, the, the more I flurry, yeah. the more likely you are to mess up. Yeah. So like you might hold me off for these first techniques, bam, because I'm here, my watch because I'm here, front of my watch, like, but you're flustered and eventually... I'm, gonna I'm just going to hold up the leg and, and, and the one that I hit you with is going to be the sweetest one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Techie, man. She's so good, honestly. And look at her eight-point leads as well. Like, we literally just spoke about it with Zaretska and Zaretska had seven and, and the average of the top ten pound for pound is five and, and she had eight. She had eight and, and no first-round losses in 2019 or 2020. Consistent. So it looks like when they do bring her out, she means business. That's that's all it can mean. Definitely. And again, another athlete that was on her way up at the time. And again, it will be interesting to see her and Saretska mix. Yeah. Again, two different ways. I want to see that. But two technically it. gifted individuals who, who will scrap and who will f be ferocious and tenacious yeah, yeah. in their application. And yeah. it'll be. I I can pretty put my my house on that. That is two that we will get there. And it should be a great clash. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And it clash. will definitely one that people will watch and yeah, rewatch and yeah. rewatch as, as learning material, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um and again, if you if you look at her her points, she, she's always averaging double digits. Two thousand and nineteen she was she was averaging fifteen points a competition, two thousand and twenty twelve point five, but only only conceding three per competition. That per performance. She's averaging three points to concede. Right. So it's a it shows a good a good defense a good fundamental understanding of how people attack you and how you can prevent them from scoring and again people say the best way to defend is to attack and if you can attack at that level and still keep people out it only makes your case a bit stronger so the, what, the, the matchup that you just that you just presented between Hamida Abisali and Arena Zaretska 
that 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 uh, you've you've got my mind like ticking <laughs> because because Zaretska doesn't necessarily throw as many techniques as Hamido doesn't flurry in the same sense no. as her but she could yeah but it's not it's not her everyone's got their fighting style in it but uh, yeah that 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 would be an interesting fight it that is and like when you style. merge sections and again we're talking a bit with the with the minus with the lightweights. It's difficult when you're worried about certain aspects. Whereas here, it's more like you're excited for the aspect of two people that probably would never meet elsewhere in yeah. any other scenario, being yeah. able to meet and what style is, is going to prevail and who both being on form or on their route to, to, to greatness per se, who's going to come out on top. And again, hopefully if it's the, that the group stages and then the finals, we get to see not only one battle, but maybe two battles. Yeah. of that yeah. because even yeah. when you look within the ranking yes Soretska is the number one minus 68 and she's the, the number one plus 68 but there isn't another plus 68 for a weight in the ranking most of them are filled with the minus 68 but we know through the automatic qualification only be the top two mm. so it is a gap so she's kind of gapped herself from the rest of her her pair group or her competitors at the moment even Ayumi from, from Japan. Japan is a way off in terms of points amassed in the, in the qualification period. So she's really charging these heavyweights and she's probably the one, if you're going to pick a heavyweight to win, it will probably be that one yeah, at this yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Especially in regards to consistency. Look, she, Ayumi's made, made two world championship finals back to back, you know, gold, silver, mad consistent, even at K1 level. Well, we're going to get onto that anyway. Mm. So no no need to, to do that now. But but um, yeah, back, back to Hamida. Um, yeah, very talented fighter won a total of 43 rounds in 2019 and the average of her category was 28. So again, like she's just levelling everything, man. K1 all-time percentage, 52.2. The average of the categories, 35, you know. Continental podium percentage, also 100%. What is the, what is the situation with... What is the situation with that? Wow. Yeah, so been to three been to three continental championships, twenty fifteen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and took gold every time. Levels. It says it all. Levels. It like. says it all. And and you're thinking about again the nature of the beast. That's a that's an Asian championship again, which mixes with the Chinese Taipeis, it mixes with the Japan's it's a good field to compare yourself in and if you're getting out of your country consistently and going and competing at this field it's only through hard work and being at the highest level anyway yeah 100% so the next athlete that we have is Elena Kariki from Switzerland yeah minus 68 fighter again got a got a large uh, skill set and, and, a, and a lot of experience as well mm. I mean she she took a bronze medal like back in two thousand and twelve World Championships, right? Yeah, and she was still quite she was still quite young, young still quite a young fighter these times. Actually, let's let's do a medals overview. Cool. So Elena, we got at junior continental level two silvers, two golds. So as a junior, nice. That's mm. that's four finals basically. Like yeah. if you are around them times, which we were, like you're just seeing her consistently mm. in finals. Yeah. So already she's got that calibre coming from juniors. Um series series A level two bronzes, two silvers, one gold. Um Premier League, um four bronzes, eight silvers, three gold medals, and continental, two silvers, two golds and world championships won bronze 
So, CV is stacked. Mm. And to be honest, that first senior bronze, that well, the only senior bronze world medal that she got was off the back of winning a junior European gold medal. So not even an okay. under-21. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just being 18 and I'm thrust into this pit yeah. with all of these wolves and, and I proved that I can hold my own and I can come out on top and get through the rounds and win five solid rounds to get that medal and it shouldn't go understated and unnoticed and I think that is why maybe some of her averages are a bit lower because as you can see she, from she was eligible she's, to compete yeah she's, she's been competing. she's taken that international spot and been in the pit and it, was she maybe not ready at the time who knows but yeah. to go out on your first occasion and grab that senior bronze medal at the world championship yeah means you get that trust that belief to keep going to these international events and she's only grown since that that time if you know what i mean even even the last senior world championships in 2018 i think she placed ninth but even in preparation for that tournament she she won the europeans that year like she she had a very good year leading up you know and i think it it was unfortunate how how the world championships went for her and and wasn't a terrible wasn't a terrible result i mean her world championship Percentage is 25%. She's won nine world championship rounds. Um, didn't, didn't she take a break one time? She, she she took a break or she was injured or... I think she was injured. And then she came back... She came back after an injury. To a, to a, and the event that she came back to, she won. And it was like a championship. So it was like a Europeans or something. If I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. But but apologies be, if it, I am. It seems like, again, on the European stage, very, very consistent yeah. final golds, silvers, and that is year after year after year in this build-up to this period that we're in, and it bodes well. So it shows that she can get it right more often than not. The World Championship maybe was just a blip on that on that radar. But again, when you're talking about someone who's there, thereabouts, in such a congested category, as we were talking before, with so much talent, and anyone on their day, the, guy, the person on their day, or the female on the day, is the one that's going to win that title. Yeah. And it, it's difficult. But she does, she does really well, really well. No first round losses last year. Again, something she cleaned out of her game from 2019 where she had two, yeah. which is impressive because it means that your bad days are not that bad. Mm. And again, consistently turning good days into better days and winning those European titles. And if we don't have another European championship, she's going to gain a, a load of points, which is just only going to secure her position in her ranking even more and just fill her with that bit more of confidence going into what is to be a massive Olympic Games. Yeah, yeah. So what what do you think of her as a fighter? I feel it's, as we look at all these fighters, I think it's a bit more physical as we go up in the weights. I think she holds her own. She's not afraid of a scar or, or a, a clash or altercation. She's got a great timing on, on that that uh, gak, counter gak Jordan. Oh, okay, Jordan. Jordan, yeah, yeah, it's great. She, she, she enables herself to be put in positions where she's in the corner or on the back foot yeah. and she can sort of duck and weave and then duck and yeah. then fire back that, that yeah. scoring technique because anyone can fire it back but whether it scores or not is 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 the crucial bit and meeting the criteria she uses the ring craft well to position herself in a, in a position where she can get the two flags yeah. to get the score even the chudan gak again it's deep sometimes it's a bit too I, deep I was about to say like the, the chudan gak sometimes it can bowl it can yeah. bowl over like it like an over rotation a little bit like she's overreaching yeah. and again that maybe is footwork or uh, a misjudgment of the distance but again she's putting herself in a position where it is a scoring opportunity yeah, yeah, for herself yeah. which is the main thing and again I'm sure she will work on 
adjusting the footwork to, to, to land that technique. But even to have that confidence as well, because Chudan Gyak is, is quite a, can leave you in quite a vulnerable, if, if exactly. you miss a Chudan Gyak, it, it leaves you very vulnerable to, to, yeah. to be counted easily. And that's, and that's why we have this culture of headhunting, because when you go for that Kazami, because you're up there, and there's you're not up, much, yeah, yeah. there's no danger. There's less risk. Yeah, there's, there's less, less risk. risk. But if you have kind of drop and, and, and sink that Chudan yeah. Gyak, yeah. That's what I say. So even, even though she can over rotate sometimes, my respect for the Chudan Gak for her is, is still there because the fact that she commits at that level assesses the distance and still makes the distance. Yeah. Like because I think sometimes it when, when from a technical perspective when the Chudan Gak when you're bowling, uh, sometimes you're you're not even able to make as much distance because the core strength isn't there. You don't have the the, yeah. the trajectory to, to to push yourself to explode forward. Yeah. But she still covers that distance. You know, like irrespective of 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 the technique. And, and the commitment is there and and, it, and it's mad her Chudan Gak is effective like she lands it a lot mm. you know she lands it on, on high quality fighters as well she lands it often and that's what I'm saying it's, it's the ability to, to land it on the high quality and yeah we, we can see she's probably been to four world championships and she hasn't performed but when you look at her European record of four championships and four medals it's okay yeah in my field and, and when I'm in my comfortable zone and when I'm in my, my my great mindset, I am. And those medals are all finals medals. So two silvers, two golds. Two silvers, two it puts gold, you yeah. in a position where you think she can have she can have a good day. And when she has a good day, she can be above her peers and above those those around her and she's consistent with it. But in, interestingly, interestingly, she, she's got six gold medals and she's been in eighteen finals. So um you know, if 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 you go by stats then then her percentage of finals is less than 50%. Mm. But that's interesting because I feel like the majority of finals that I've seen her in, I feel like she's cleaned up. I'm not sure if like I've like just by chance I just happened to watch the six. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I feel like every time I've watched her in a final she she normally cleans up. So I was quite surprised to see that. Well you know she's got the 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 European losses to, to Agia and to Bushinga when Bushinga stepped up. But again, yeah, when we're talking true. about losses, yeah. we're not talking about to one blip wonders, if you want to call them, or, or people that rise for that one competition. These are big names. Yeah. Again, when you throw Soretska in the mix, when you throw um, Bushinga in there, and there's a few elsewhere in, in the world, there's an Egyptian that's in there who generally is there, thereabouts. Is that Ferial? Yeah, there's yeah, um Ferial Abdelaziz. Yeah, there's yeah, also nice. the Italians um Silvia, Silvia Samira, yeah, yeah, nice. who again gets there or thereabouts. It's quite a field of consistent Samira. performance performers. So her losses will come against those in the later rounds when she does get them. It's not like she's losing to someone who she shouldn't be. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think sometimes as well, especially for the for the viewers and the the listeners, you know when we talk about about data. It can sound quite harsh. Yeah. It can sound quite cold in it because, mm. like, the numbers are the numbers, in it. And I used to always say, like, you know, whenever you'd ha- you'd have a performance at like an event or whatever, r- irrespective of how you performed, at the end of the day, when you when you look at the draw, mm. one person gets put through in it. Yeah. Like, you look through the draw, and if you're out, you're out in it. There's no like how always you say. There's no side notes like, oh, yeah. this person lost, but they fought really well, and the fight yeah, yeah, yeah. the fight was really <laughs> close, like, because numbers are numbers. So when we talk about stats like this, and, and we say, okay, look, her final percentage is is it's thirty three percent. Okay, cool. It it sounds it sounds harsh in it, but we have to think as well on a personal level, and not just for her, for for many of these fighters. When it comes to data, some of these performances are are 
Inches. 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 Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of these, some of these professors, like there, there are fighters, yeah, who whose gold percentage is, is nil. They got hella silvers or hella bronzes, but the way in which they lost them fights, like consistently, it could it could be down to last ten seconds, fifty fifty clashes, and mm. they've gone one way, and you've used your card earlier. And, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not to say like, oh, because these are the numbers, like you're rubbish and da da No, like not even in it, like. But on a personal level, a, a lot of these performances are mad close. A lot mm-hmm. of them, like you said, come down to inches, come down to to split decisions, yeah. a zig when you could have zagged, or, yeah. or, just, or just the smallest, the smallest a flag, or, or a anything. Flag. It could be the, the position of the of the clash. It, it Wrongly be, timed video cards, it, like it's so many things. And I think with this section in particular, where they are so close in. You would say if you was to rate them on a skill level, yeah, it's yeah. those things that are going to separate and and the. Again, when we talked about, about Soretzka being able to separate this last year from the bunch, Elena is one of the ones in, in the bunch. Yeah, she is. Yeah. But she, everyone in that bunch is not letting Soretzka go. Yeah, yeah. She's stepped up, but they're looking to put their foot on that step and get to, to, to that level, which is the most promising thing. And I think when we consider the qualification for her and where she's at, she is the second ranked minus 68, which is automatic at the moment. And behind her is two from the Asian region, which means that, again, no continental championship because that's already done. If we have one, it'll be great and she'll be able to get some points. But if we don't, she'll still get an influx of points from her silver medal yeah. at the 2019 yeah. Yeah. European, which should cement her going into this last K1 if there is one, yeah. which means that she's in a great position. I mean, the start of 2020, it, it, it wasn't necessarily the greatest. If you look at the, the way that she was scoring, um, I think she was averaging five points a competition. Um, she scored 15 points in total. The average of the category was 33. However, athletes, they, they, there are blips. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There, there are little dips in, in, in performance. And, and really, what happened in regards to the pandemic and, and having that extra time, most definitely, I, I anticipate, has worked in her favour. Mm. Because those stats of 2020 are not a representation of Elena's ability. Yeah. Because we know that on her good days, she, she, she's there. And again, even if you look at the 2019 stats... Um, healthy you know mm. scored 87 points a- across the year um, healthy and she's not necessarily like a, a, a big point scorer she's no. there she's clashing but she, but she concedes little man like she she concedes below average you know so so I'm thinking you know the training that she's been doing over this time you might see that you might see that leveled up Elena again and, and if she does turn up how she has done in the past, yeah. previously, the performance that she pulled out to get those medals in the first place that, that, that makes her CV as decorated as it is, then she's a problem for anyone in any weight category. Yeah, and I, I think, again, another one, I'm, I'm not really worried about the physicality and, and the ability to be tenacious and be fearless in, in the exchange because she does it all the time. It's not a part she has to add to her game. It's a part that's a consistent bit of her game. And I think she'll mix well with the heavier weights who do tend to qualify so again she must be thinking right job one is to finish off this qualification process and then job two is how do we create the best plan for me to excel at the Olympic Games Mm. Mm. nice so the next fighter that we have now is Meltem Hokaglu Akio from Turkey apologies because I know I I mispronounced that (laughs) badly but um, yeah, so Meltem from Turkey, uh, 
plus 68 competitor. Let's go straight into, um, we'll go straight into a medal overview to begin with. Cool. So we got Junior World Championship Gold. So already off the bat, we know performing from young, from early, probably mixing with with high caliber fightings in, mm -hmm. in training. She comes from a nation where there's an abundance of of talent, yeah. deep talent pool anyway, and seniors that are that are excelling at the senior level. So she she's being nurtured by people that she's being nurtured by athletes that are already doing the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Series A, three bronzes, one gold. Um, karate won Premier League, four bronzes, four silvers, five gold medals. I like that. Nine <laughs> finals. Um, continental level, two bronzes, two silvers, and hasn't yet taken any medals at world championship level. I think what's interesting when you when you dig deep into into her journey is that she's one with not many junior competitions. <clears throat> Like it, which is strange to see from from a a, a Turkish athlete. Yeah, Generally, yeah. they have quite an extensive junior, junior career. career. Start young. She done a, a junior Europeans in two thousand and nine, and then her next exposure was the junior world championships, which she won in two thousand and eleven, yeah. and then from there it just springboarded her into into the senior position. That's what I'm saying. So then it, it you you think about the platform and the, the wealth of, of of talent because for an athlete Isn't to be it? on a two year hiatus almost and then to come out and win a gold medal, yeah, it means that whoever she was behind, whoever do you know what I mean, was of a caliber. Because I'm not gonna lie, that don't happen where. Where I'm from, anyway. Yeah. No, real talk. Like, it's, it don't, it don't, it don't work like that. Do you know what I mean? And for someone to not even be, be going to trips, etc. Yeah. For for all I know, she might have been getting that excellence at club level. Yeah. Most likely, because a lot of a lot of these competitors, they got they got levels at their club. Mm. They go back to the dojo, and and there, there's 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 talent at the dojo that could take medals at series A and yeah. and K1 at the dojo mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so you know e even though she wasn't necessarily a part of the the primary national team setup that was going away to these european world championships she's she's obviously still training she's obviously she's she's around these people she's yeah. around this level of excellence to and and nurture her to the extent where she can step fresh in Perform. And I think that's a testament. Whenever you go to a Karate 1 or a Series 8 in Turkey and you look at the results table as a whole and look at the athletes that win medals, a lot of them are not from the national team, team. that they put in. Yes, it's, a, yes. it's a local, it's local athletes man. It's clubs. Who, who are taking, taking these medals, which means that the calibre and the depth is huge because after that gold, she stepped up to the Europeans the next year and took a bronze and the journey just kicked on from there and it's been a long journey for her and again that's probably a testament to why her her total podium percentage is quite low because yeah. once she did get that exposure onto the stage she was a regular in competitions yeah. where some may have sat some out she was regular in going here and going here and going here and even though we say it's low it's still more than her category it's still more than all the females is average it's only low when we compare her to the top 10 athletes who maybe are a bit more selective on their journey of what they have gone to. But again, for her, it seems to be more minutes and, and getting that ring time in and fine-tuning fine her skill and she's only got better and better. Yeah. And wow, 75% medal uh, podium percentage in 2020 yeah. means that, what well, let's say four competitions, it's only one she did a medal. And when you think about what a medal is at these competitions now, especially with the qualification starting in 2018, everyone knew the closer it's getting, it's the more important these tournaments are going to be on this journey. And to be that consistent, it's just phenomenal. 
I think looking looking at Meltem's journey, like really highlights just the the significance of having a deep talent pool within your nation. That is 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 levels, man. Like even the fact that like you got you got people that are competing for clubs that can consistently take medals at mm. K1 level. Mm. That's crazy. I remember like 2000 and even like 2016 times, uh, if you look at the French team, they've got multiple people moving in each category that are clapping medals. I think minus 75, maybe Davidonna had just, just started coming out. So Logan da Costa took that spot, but you also had uh, Louis Lebron, uh, yeah. his name's Segai. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at 84, you've got Kenji there, Farouk's there, Jesse Lacosta's there, um, even in the heavyweights, like that, like they're 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 stacked. Even if you look at um, the Turkish national team, yeah, the Turkish national team, the way that the talent pool is so patterned is like you have your your senior athletes, mm. and it's like they were doing their thing until the youngers came up to a certain level, yeah. learned what they needed to, gained the experience and team they needed to. And then they just made a transition. Yeah. Like the only one that I think really stayed the longest was Enes Erkan. Yeah. And it would have been hard to knock him. I mean, he won what two golds, world championship, 2012, 2014, yeah. But if you look at all the others, you had a minus 60 before Eri Sandam, you had Kayat. Yeah. Yeah. And he came in and took that spot. Uh minus 75, Serkan Yaki, yeah. and then Eltima took that spot. Uh minus 84, Gokan Gondiz, yeah. Lugar took that spot. But everyone that's above them, yeah. yeah takes medals like yeah. that's the standard that bro i think it was 2015 it was 2015 europeans in a uh, istanbul, istanbul where they made that transition and all the youngest fought individual yeah. and so all the oldest they just oh, fought team, team. and, and still took gold <laughs> <laughs> and they won the team and they won the team <laughs> they won the team and that's what it's about it's about the transition like the passing of the baton the passing of the baton and and it's it's weird to see that in modern day sport if you know what I mean it like again with the funding the nature of the sport in the country it produces this talent that they've got the, the pool to pick and they can just keep picking and these guys who are current now know that there probably is a junior yeah they know they oh, know they he know. might never be a junior he might even be a cadet now yeah. but you look at him and you, you think look at him. he's a bit tasty yeah in a couple of years I'm yeah. going to be on my game because otherwise he's coming to take or oh, they might just move me out anyway that's why you got to make the most of the opportunities that you get in now. But these young fighters are evolving like quicker than they ever have before mm. because they're exposed to different things. Like, mm. you know, back in the day, even if people are competing regularly, you, you can't access footage like that. Yeah. You're not actually seeing the performances. Yeah. You're not seeing what's scoring. You're not seeing what, what seniors are doing and, and, and adapting it and using your youth and, and your imagination to... You've got young fighters coming up like, like um, Osama Adari, minus 60. Mm. Cold, what <laughs> young are you sitting? What baby? I see him have a fight with Douglas Bros. Yeah? yeah, put it on him. Like, and Douglas, come. We ain't even got to go into Douglas. Like, the man made three world championship finals back to back 2010, 12, and 14. 14. Like, we know in it, and even after that, like, Douglas be doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. Osama Adari bad boy like and he's young that's what I'm saying these young boys are coming up here with the skill set of grown men mm. because they've got that much exposure through social media just through through platforms innit they're yeah. learning and they're taking from from everyone like you're sitting in Morocco but you can see a man in in Kazakhstan or France or wherever across the world yeah. see something yeah I like that Mm. Get me? Like you ain't even got to wait to see someone at a tournament to teeth nothing now. Right. Like it's live stream. It's live stream. So the levels of, of these cadets, juniors, under twenty ones that are coming, 
level. So like you said, the, the current Turkish team, there probably are some cadets that they're looking at that they know, innit? Like, yeah, you 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 could be the one. Yeah. But by the time you come up, I'm I'll be all right with you. Yeah. Like, I'll be all right with you. The same way, because I think that Turkish transition was the smoothest one I've seen. Because yeah. all countries do it differently. I know that France as well, have a transition that that they that and, and you see that as well, kind of like that transition between Lily Adonna, Lucy Ignis, that same transition between Lucy Ignis and, and Gwendolyn Felipe. And and so you so you see that transition. But there are other nations, for example, like Azerbaijan, yeah. where no one's selecting minus 75. Yeah. You don't yeah. even try it. No one no one's selecting. Mm. And and I don't feel like there's any pressure there because the the respect is there in yeah. here. But it's not even just him, you know, there's certain fighters that have held their spots. For, for, for a long time, Luigi yeah. Busa, um, even Stanislav Haruna. Yeah. And, and Luigi Busa, there, there was an under 21, um, Marti, yeah. Martina, I think is his yeah. surname, yeah? Went to minus 84. Yeah. yeah, and he's ranked top He's ranked top 10 in minus 84, yeah? yeah? But you could see, like, okay, there weren't room there, yeah. so he's had to move up. So yeah. I guess every, every nation conducts this transition yeah. differently. But because, again, because he finished his under twenty ones with a gold and a gold in Europeans, um, and a beat, gold junior, yeah, Wolves. beat Joe Kelloway in for uh, in the Europeans and Joe took bronze, and then the gold of the world beat Mitchell Thorpe, Mitchell in, the Thorpe in the final. Again, so he's he got with a nice kick as well. He's got the credibility to if an, in another nation he would have just took that spot. He would have took that spot. But he knows in his nation that's not that's a no go. That yeah, yeah, I don't really want that. Or I want it, but they're not going to give it to me. Yeah. Let me go here, and even it could be he goes there for three or four years. And then Booster's done his thing and then he comes back down and, and does his thing. But Yeah. And that spot weren't empty. I'm no. pretty sure Nello Nello uh, Maestro. Yeah. Nello I'm not sure of his surname. Yeah. I know but, you're um, talking about, yeah. Yeah, he, he took gold medal at uh, I think it was 2015 Europeans as well, Istanbul. Yeah, Istanbul yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah, yeah he did, he did, did. So he he's decorated, he's a, he's a good fighter. And so for a young fighter to come up. Um, it, it's just very interesting, and, and, and like we said, every, every nation conducts it differently. Yeah. But but that that pass of that pass of the baton that the Turkish team Turkish team had, because I feel like they were waiting for um, the name of the plus eighty four. Yeah, I know you're talking about yeah. the, the, the one who I'm sure he's got a medal on the twenty ones. Yeah, 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 gold, yeah. He got gold, gold at the last uh, last year. Yeah, his name begins with Y, but I, I don't want to mispronounce it without seeing it visually. But you know who I'm talking about. He was probably he, he's the youngest out of them as well. Yeah. He's younger than Uga. He might be around the same age as as Ere Sandam. Sandam, Yeah, because yeah, they they were still competing at that junior worlds. But I feel like he they were waiting for him to come up. And it's like they all they just they, they all come through at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It literally and was a pass to the baton and everyone just It's almost like it's two camps separated. Step through. Like we're over here in our camp, yeah, but we're waiting for one guy to make our five aside. And when he comes, then we're gonna play you five aside. And again, it probably was in the in the training camp scenario where they random the two five fives against each other. Yeah. Like five and five and five. Yeah. And if these junksters are holding their own or coming out ahead, I'm sorry guys, but you, you, and I, we would rather make the, probably the smooth transition of bringing them all because again all same experiences they know each other it brings a bit of a family sense rather than kind of bring one or two and then try and inject them and then bring, yeah. and then kind of stagger it like that part but I feel like at this level as well yeah and these are professional athletes I feel like it's sport and they almost know maybe not every occasion but they almost know it's not personal yeah this is about results yeah. and this is about longevity. Yeah. And if and if you don't start pushing your your juniors through at a certain time and giving them opportunities and certain responsibilities yeah. in the team, then they then they won't make that transition. No. It it takes that pressure to see do they really have what it takes. What it takes, mm. do you know what I mean? And 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 it might even be that they perform better 
as a in in team, mm. and and there are there are multitude of of fighters who you see fight individually in individual categories, and okay, and and they're techie in it, they're yeah. good, yeah. But you see them fighting team, and it's a different story. Yeah. Marvin Garrett again for an example, like techie individual, yeah. Yeah. But in team, Marvin Garrett is a different kind of fighter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm putting together a if I'm putting together a five man team, like I'm I'm heavily considering. Do you know what I mean? From as long as I can convince him that he's representing France, yeah. because the power is kicking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Once the, once the red, white, and blue go on. Yeah, there. like he's <laughs> he's multi making man's lineup. Like even a Logan Costa, like there's certain fighters that when you put them in team and you give them that responsibility, that's bigger. It's bigger than just them. Yeah. Leveling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Leveling. But anyways, that was a mad digression. Talking about you could probably snip that and put that as something else, release that yeah, as a different um, chunk. But anyway, back to Meltem, and I think again we talk about consistency. Four, uh, three medals in our last four competitions with three finals. So again, it's another athlete that was again she's had a past and she's come a long way and she's making them steps to be consistent in the finals in her in her category to secure that place and then everything got halted. I don't even need to worry. I know in Turkey they're running camp upon camp yeah, upon camp and yeah. they've got the infrastructure to support and she probably will come out firing. Yeah. And I think the real indication is going to be this first competition when we're back. We'll be able to see who's been doing their homework yeah. and who's been who's been attending yeah. school virtually. Yeah. Because everyone knows that when school breaks up from holiday, you're not trying to do no homework until the week before. Yeah. But in yeah. sports like this, you need to be doing your homework you're, you're, every week of that summer holiday because when school comes back, some people might come back with some new knowledge that you're not going to be ready for. Yeah, but I think she'll be one who'll be fine with the, yeah. the, the stop-start nature of what we're in. And I think as well, she, 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 she has fantastic karate. Mm-hmm. Like, even just at a fundamental level, her karate is good. And I think that is always the best safety net to have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if my creativity hasn't increased from two years ago, even if my, my, my physicality is, is declining with age, my speed, my reaction time, like... Good cry, it should always be Prevail, yeah. the, the base, it should always be the foundation. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if that's not your foundation, when you do start losing your physicality as you get older, your reflexes start start declining, etc. etc., you'll start to see problems. But she's a fighter that has that has great form, like she's got great technique, she's got elite level techniques and execution that, that 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 she shows again and again on that stage and again if you look at the people who she's scoring on this isn't nationals mm-hmm. even though her nationals probably would be techie yeah. anyway but it's not a national situation we're talking this is this is the highest level mm, it's the highest level and when we touch back again to kind of wrap it up on her finalizing her qualification the position that she is in she is the second ranked plus 58 mm. plus 68 female but however the person who is underneath her, which is only a difference of about 20, 25 points, is Eleni from Greece. Oh, again, and then again, it's another techie. We've seen great performances from her at the World Championship. Big her, her dad coached her, isn't it? And, and, yeah, uh, yeah, big and, performances. And you see these things, and then we, we factor in, again, this possibility of a one competition. Because if the K1 goes ahead, okay, we need to see, and again... Melton will we need to put in a performance that is better than Alani's to secure a spot because hopefully if we do get a European Championship it'll be great and it's another chance to get points but if we don't Alani did take the silver to Melton's bronze in, in the 2019 World Championships which is a different of 200 points 19 2019 because if the 2021 one doesn't go ahead oh, then 2019 okay. gets included yeah, 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 and Alani's silver is 200 points more than Melton's bronze yeah. which would flip their ranking so again, for Meltem, the best scenario 
is her gold. Her gold. She took gold in two thousand eighteen. It was two thousand nineteen. Europeans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two thousand nineteen Europeans will be the fact. My bad. My bad. You said Wells in it. I was getting first. Yeah, Wells. Yeah, Wells is Eleni's got the world. Oh, she got. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Makes sense. The, the go ahead of the Europeans or not, it could be the swing in this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, last yeah. slot. Yeah. But again, for Melton, for someone who's who's grinded and. and Again, we talk about it being kind of an unstrange narrative, but I'm sure across the sections we've done, we find one in there who has been a grinder of results and a come on the journey. It'll be great to see her at that competition. Definitely, definitely. You got one left on this one, though. Yeah, Ayumi. Big boy. Ayumi. <laughs> what championship know? medal percentage? 100%? Hey, levels. <laughs> what is Level all time podium percentage eighty percent. Let's get this, man, because this is this is this is the standard. Poetry in motion. I think there's few athletes when you talk about poetry in motion in karate. The Costa, Ayumi, Lofty, yeah, Haraga. Mm. Even I would Grillin's little. For, I'll put it in there with it as well. You put Grillin in yeah, there. Yeah, because it was consistent for a long period. Right, look, Grillin scored one of the sweetest techniques I've ever seen in my life. In his final 2012 against Araga, you remember the back fist he hit him with mm. the Yurakan? But like he did it on a run. Mm. Like oh, that was sweet. That was oh, so oh. sweet. Never forget that technique. Anyways, how 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 do you how would you pronounce Ayumi's surname? I don't know, Ikusa. Ikusa? Ikusa, yeah. Shall we go with that? Yeah, we'll go Apologies again, yeah. So Ayumi Ikusa from Japan, um, plus 68 kilograms. <laughs> should we, should we, we'll go into the medals overview, yeah? Yeah, go ahead. Just go Watch this, watch this, yeah. Uh, and previous as well, yeah. No junior. <laughs> Late bloomer, should no, we call it that? No junior, yeah. Series A, two gold medals. K1 level, two golds. Seven silvers. Let me say that again, sorry. I messed that up. So series A, two golds. K1 level, two bronzes, seven silvers, ten golds, Aki. Ten golds. Continental level, two bronzes, one gold. World championship level, two bronzes, one silver, one gold. Chat to me. <laughs> Chat to me. Um, not, listen, again, I don't really like throwing out goats. Uh, the only thing I could possibly compare this to is someone of the nature of a Serena Williams. If you're talking about okay. what they do okay. and, and what they what they've done, and if you look at her record, look at her resume, it's high, but the percentages are so high, which uh. means that she doesn't come out often, or she comes out often and performs often. Her first competition to of ranking was a senior world championships. Which she did get a medal in. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's hard to fathom someone without a junior career come and hit the ground running straight away and take off, well, world championship podium percentage 100%. It's 100%. I mean, she started with a podium on a world championship and every time it has come around, she's been consistent. She so went through a period now. where I would, I would bet that it was a nightmare. People seeing her on the draw. Mm, yeah, 100%. And, and look through these years, these world championships, is, the performances got better. Mm. Look, first two world championships, 2012-2014, took bronze, yeah? But the next two world championships, back-to-back -back finals. Yeah. 
levels, the fact that you've taken four medals out of four anyway is, is something in itself. But the fact that the first two were bronzes and, and the level of growth and development, yeah? Okay, cool. She, she, she lost the final. Um, she lost the final against Greece in, in 2018. Irrespective. Irrespective. You're making world championship finals back to back. There are only so many people, so many athletes... Yeah. That have done that, mm. that have made two back to back, yeah? Straight off the bat, you know, obviously we got Elena from, from Greece anyway, uh, along with Ayumi, NS Erkan, certain man yeah. triples, yeah. I'll be honest, Douglas Bros, Luigi Busa, 2010, 12, 2014, um, Araga, 2012, 14, 16. Yeah. So, so, so the levels keep increasing, yeah? Mm. But even to make two, that's not something that a lot of fighters can say that they've done. They may have made two in their career. Yeah. Not back to back, bro. Like and, and to be heavily favoured in both, that is another big because again, because of the timeline of, of the event, it's is a two year wait. It's a year two year wait for your next opportunity. And then to be, okay, I'm on the podium. Yeah, I'm still on the podium. All right, I made the final. I've won the final. Now, next year, I'm going in as the favourite, and I've made the final again. The expectation level is high. And again, when you look at just the way she links competitions together, she went on a run of six gold medals in consecutive competitions. Like, these yeah. things are unheard of. And when I'm talking about competition, I'm talking about six rounds, five rounds, five rounds, yeah. six rounds. Yeah. It's not like you're doing three or four rounds. Yeah. Six rounds, and without digging deeper into the names, three or four of them are probably at the highest level in every, in, in, in every competition. And for an athlete to be this consistent all the time, it just, it just leads to, to, to her ability to, to have fun in the process. Definitely. And, and another one as well, accomplishing things that, that aren't accomplished by many, that, that double of holding continental and world titles simultaneously at the same time, yeah. achieved that 2016, 2017. She was already world champion, gone to 2017 continental and um, took gold as well. You're really just almost rubbing it in at that point, yeah. innit? Just and saying that this is... kind of, you lose your motivation, people will tend to think, because you've got ill. So what is the goal? Then that's where the passion and the love of the competing and the love yeah. of the process comes into it because we see many fantastic athletes win, win, win. All right. My cabinet's full. See you later. Yeah. But I guess maybe that's, that, that is the role that the Olympics plays. Because how many athletes do we know that, that we know usually would have retired by now? But they're, but they're holding on for that Games because this Games is a level of motivation that has never been experienced before mm. and never will be experienced again. Yeah. The, the climate of WKF karate right now is going through such a unique period of time. And and it and it and it won't ever be it won't ever be like this again. And and to, do, you, do you know what? That is why, yeah, that is why I like to speak on the world rankings so much. Like Olympics is important, yeah. Olympics is is the thing in it, yeah? yeah. But I feel like if we stop valuing world rankings and world championships, what is karate gonna look like after the Olympics? Yeah. Because we already know your favourite fighters are not going to be around no more. As soon as Olympics is done, I promise you now, enough people are dropping off. Yeah. They've already been had it planned from time, yeah? yeah? After Olympics is done, I'm gone. You, we've already heard certain, certain organisations uh, making changes. 
Paris Open, no longer a K1. German Open, no longer a K1. Yeah. Dutch Open, no longer a K1. Yeah. Of course, they'll still exist, but yeah. they're no longer a part of this K1 circuit. Yeah. You know how different that's going to feel? What Paris Open is not a K1 yeah. no more. What you look forward to? I, I think the attendance will still be high because yeah. it's the Paris Open regardless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you, you can see that transitioning already happening. And for the younger generations that have come up here, all they've known is this Olympic dream. Mm. That's it. All, they, all they've known is this Olympic chase. Whereas if, if you were involved prior, you, you, were, you were doing karate at a time where being a world champion was enough. Yeah. That was, that was, a, that was, a, that was it. That was your green jacket. Boy, that, was, that was the thing. Yeah, world champion. I might even try to double up a couple times. You mm. know what I'm saying? But for the younger generation, they, 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 they've only come up in this Olympic hype. Yeah. You know? So, so it, it's, it's daunting to think about it. And it's almost scary. Well, I don't want to say scary, but to, to think what, what, what the climate is going to look like when once Olympics over. is over. And I hope people still have the same love, the passion. same passion, the same love, the same intrinsic like, desire to want to compete in this sport. Like, without, because let, let's be honest, once, once karate, once Olympics is done, a lot of governing bodies are going to withdraw the majority yeah, of their funding it. anyway. So people who had gone full time that were experiencing that professional life, they might have to go semi, they might have to retract going back to self-funded. Yeah. Is the opportunity cost still worth it without mm -hmm. that Olympic dream, without the status, without the journey of trying to qualify for the Olympics? Yeah. Even that sentence in itself, I'm in the process of, of trying to qualify for the Olympics, holds weight. Yeah. But you're someone of calibre then. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're someone of calibre. And because karate is such a... I wouldn't say it's a mainstream sport mm. and there's so many different governing bodies as well, so yeah. many different world champions and European champions and it seems like everybody knows someone who's a world champion. Who's a world champion. Yeah. Do you get it? So it holds less weight and I think that's where, that's where we come in as well, the, the community that we're trying to build here at Mushin to, to show like this, this, this passion is genuine with or without the Olympics. Yeah. Like the Olympics bangs, we've been waiting for it for time but yeah. karate existed before the Olympics yeah, and it will exist after it as well, 100%. do you know what I mean? What I would really like, yeah, is everyone, that, everyone that's been planning to retire after the Olympics, yeah. what I would really love from them, come to one more World Championships. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, put some respect on it. Like, show, show the younger generation the importance of, the world of, this, world, of this world title. Yeah. Because if all of you cut, like Olympics is done, don't worry about World Championships. Because really, remember, Olympics is in summer. Yeah. World Championships is only going to be several months later. Yeah. But a lot of people, they would have dropped off anyway. But all you're really showing the youngers is, right, this, this, this achievement, the desire, it's, it's not it's like really that, that deep. Yeah. So what I would really like to see is everyone that's planning... Come, come to one more, man. Make this one bang. Yeah. Like this is literally like the end of a of an era. Yeah. End it at our world championships. Yeah. Because what? Only only ten of you can go to Olympics anyway. Yeah. It. <laughs> come, come to our world championships and let's lock off this era. Do you know what I mean? And and make it like one of the most iconic world yeah. championships is ever, ever. Uh, and I think you need everything. You need the right venue. You need the right production. Like when I think of world championships that I've been to and I've seen like that Paris Mercy one it sticks out as yeah. iconic the whole the build up the event the being there in the stadium the atmosphere even the way that the French Federation ran the competition okay, okay maybe there was some bias and a bit more extra emphasis on the French athletes and stuff but the whole spectacle uh, Rika doing the catter and people crying like <laughs> I, I'm not even going to lie to you I was in that stadium yeah, watching and again I'm not a cat practitioner at heart. And I, I, 
through doing karate and knowing karate, obviously I know my style katas and I know a platform with katas and I, I do integrate with the kata members of the squad and and, and, and you know good, good kata I know when you good see it. You know you appreciate it. good kata, you know good form. Like. I didn't watch uh, all of her qualification rounds. I watched the finals. After three moves, I knew she'd won in my heart. <laughs> she'd won me heart. she'd won me over after three. I would never forget the feeling. And now when I watch the video on YouTube, yeah. when it gets to the third mill, yeah. third move, I get the same feeling. Yeah. And I've never seen or felt cat in my eyes. Again, even now we've got some phenomenal ad, uh, athletes like Sandra Sanchez and um who's the lady that she goes up with against all the time? Shimizu. She, yeah, fantastic. But for me, unless you do it at a world championship and you can do better than make me feel happy. At, this, about at that. this world championship, people, yeah, I'm gassing this world championship. <laughs> but, You're yeah. plugging it like you're promoting uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> look, this world championships, I need everyone to turn yeah. up, yeah? I, I need this to be literally the most iconic. Do you know what I mean? And this is what I'm saying. And I think we will lose a lot. Mm. And, and you can't deny it because people love lives and people want to move on to different phases in their life. But if we could get the right country to host it, I don't even know if it's published who's hosting yeah, it. Yeah, bring that here, man, Wembley. If they're not going to bring us AJ bring, Fury, come, come bring, bring, bring World Championships to Wembley. Is you need the dynamics, you need the media to go with it. And yeah, again, we're living yeah, in a, a generation of social media, you need the yeah, platform, the hype, the clout. The hype, you need the. the at the build-up events to the thing, you need to be buzzing. Like, yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. Lintz did a good job of, of creating that buzz before the yeah. 2016 World Championship. But you need that. You need that with the Paris venue and the Paris. You need that with the... It just needs to be gongs crashing everywhere. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Even if you do want to be symbolic and get again, take it back to Japan and make it very traditional in an element, you need to do something that makes it unique and iconic. And that could regenerate the karate the buzz. The karate buzz. And that's what needs to happen. Because if not... Look, you see this a lot with the younger athletes, especially those that have gone into full-time programmes, mm. yeah? They drop off early. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? They drop off early because everything is, is handed to them and things become less desirable. Do you know what I mean? And, and by the time they've come to 18, they're, they're, they're burning out. Yeah. And, and they want to live life now. They either want to go to university, college. They want to they, they wanna do yeah. other things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They want to explore other things. And, and you're seeing that, that more and more often. So you're right. Unless you can re-spark this what it means do you know what I mean what it, what it means because karate has to mean something more to you mm. than Olympic qualification yeah. it, it has to otherwise you wouldn't be here no. do you know what I mean like some people are here just for Olympics yeah. do you know what I mean but I don't believe anyone that's anyone that's performing that consistently putting in the time to hone in on their craft mm. you have to love this sport yeah. you don't get to that level with shallow with shallow goals and intentions you yeah. have to you have to be at home thinking replaying shadowing in the mirror whatever you're doing video analysis like you you're, you your mind's constantly thinking about it. you're in school you're twitching like yeah. this is this is the love you feel me you know what it's like do you get what i'm saying so yeah man another i, I think that was another digress and i was saying but well, we can cut that techie though techie else. techie it's for but the people then podcast in it so <laughs> minor 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 back it back into the athlete at hand and i think you know when you look at numbers and again, like you say, it tells half a story. But 100% podiums at World Championships, 80% all-time podium, which is probably the highest that I've seen. Yeah. Would you call her your pound-for-pound queen? That's the real question. Because I don't... I, can't, I think Sarah just, might be quite high. I just... 
to confirm, yeah, yeah, just to confirm your speculation, that is the highest performance percentage right now. Second under her is Sarah Osilik. She's at 79.4, so literally right behind her. And under that is Rafael Agayev at 78.8. So look at the names that we're listing. Under that, Luigi Busa at 70.9, yeah? And we, and we go down and down and down, but... She's at the top, like she's dead there. Come on, man. And, and this is what I'm saying. And that's that's male and female. Like when you watch her perform, again, another one with a smile. Things don't go away, she's still smiling. Yeah, happy. It man. makes you hard to hate her because You can't. She'll get hit with a technique and she'll smile. And you're thinking, right, if that was me, I'll be vexed. You know? <laughs> I'll be fuming. But like pride, like like I don't feel like pride is like Yeah. Obviously everyone has pride, especially athletes, innit? But you know, sometimes it's your pride that makes you burn about certain situations. Mm. You get caught with a kick, you hear go, oh, hey, you're burning, you're thinking, mm. <laughs> yeah, me, but she'll take that, like, yeah, mine are kind of part of the journey, part of the process. And more time, I'm probably about to get you back as well. Yeah. Like, it's, or, it's, you know what, yeah, you don't know it yet, but I'm going to catch you. And that's what it is, is that, because I never see any intent, malicious intent to go out and hurt someone. Yeah, never. But I know that them punches and kicks are hurting, and, and it's crazy to think that she can be as consistent as she was. Again, being the Japanese athlete, which means auto qualification, my only worry or my only like tiver is the recent performances haven't been as good as the previous. As the previous. So again, there's maybe a few things going on in the background that she needs to iron out and that she needs to to come come correct per instance yeah, per yeah, se yeah, because yeah. twenty twenty one event, no po- well two events, no podiums. Yeah. Like this is unlike you. Yeah, it's true. And obviously right now, currently, she, she can go through some, some more personal trials and tribulations as well. Yeah. And obviously we hope that, that she, she comes out of that situation uh, positively, it, with positive uh, just mental well-being and, and, and is in the right frame of mind to, to progress forward to this, to this Olympic Games. I personally think she'll be okay. Mm. I think that she has a... I think the foundations that she has is enough to always ensure that she's a top elite level competitor. Her her understanding of distance is so intricate. Like, she has the most, like, in-depth understanding of distance, like, in regards, like, crazy, and her timing. Like, just just this alone, yeah? Because I've always been a believer that in any combat sport, the most two important components are distance and timing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can be you can be mad mad strong, yeah. But if your distance is dead, you're not hitting nothing because you're either too far or you're too close and you're getting smothered, yeah. And 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 your timing, you can be mad mad quick, but if you ain't got the correct timing, you're not landing, no. yeah. And and that is how you get fighters. Fighters with good distance and timing can beat fighters that are faster than them. Yeah, can beat fighters that are stronger than them. Yeah, they take out, they they nullify the physicality mm. because they have the fighting IQ. Yeah. And she's one of them fighters. Her IQ is high. Like, look at her, like initiating, instigating clashes, going forward. She's got amazing counter techniques. Jordan, Chudan, she's got legs. Like, she can take down again another multifaceted. Uh, competitor with, with with a broad arsenal, um, mad unpredictable. Yeah, almost not irrational, but she will be willing to do anything, and she's not afraid to throw anything. And I think yeah. even if that means she has to go double deep, and sometimes she's she's hitting that body gap and her knees touching the floor. Yeah, but she's yeah. hitting that. Yeah, and the person who's hitting is staying hit with when she does hit it. And it's, 
consistent performance, consistent, consistent. And let's just hope that she can pick it back up and, yeah, and get back to that level. I believe so, man. And 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 co- courageous as well. Like, how many times have you seen her come off the line at, at tense, tense moments? Yeah. Even sometimes that she don't even need to, mm. but just to make a point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just took a point, but I'm going to come off the line and take another one off you yeah. just to let you know you're not getting as close to me as you thought you were. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Crazy level of consistencies. Again, that, that 80% performance percentage goes back and again uh, wins wins 64% of her finals mm. you know wins 64% of her finals and her, her her podium performances nearly 80% of the time she's making the final so the levels is there you know averaging both both 2019 and 20 averages about 10 points a competition only conceding 2020 she was conceding seven however that was average for the top for the top 10 pound for pound because again they, they were scoring the most mm. they was they were, they were they were scoring the most and taking the most risks um nah super impressive so that's the end of of this episode uh, we hope everyone liked it and enjoyed it i know there were a couple of uh, digressing conversations but you know they were all fueled by by passion as always um, and, and we hope you enjoy the content that is also to come. Um, like always, you can you can follow us on Instagram at Mushin underscore Karate underscore um, Gavin Bailey's. Um, what am I, what am I saying? Handles, I think. Ha- handles, that. yeah. Social, social well, handles. his things, them, they'll, they'll be at the bottom. So make sure you go follow them up as well. And please, like we keep saying, uh, like the video, share them as well, circulate them um, and, and subscribe to the channel as well. Because you'll be helping us out a lot as well. Yeah, and comment as well to be honest because everything, everything's like about growing and, and, and growing and like I, and we can only get better at this and better with the names and better yeah, with the yeah. and like we said we're really trying to to build a community here as well that doesn't necessarily exist yet uh, maybe in other areas of karate I see like other karate communities that are that are active but you know we're, we're really trying to we're trying to build so yeah please like comment share subscribe all of that good stuff and um, we hope you enjoyed the video and um, yeah, we hope that, that, that we'll lock in again with you very soon. Bye. Yummy. Yeah, <laughs>